ve a calho.org para hablar con una persona que te guíe para las diferentes opciones disponibles o llama a nuestra línea 1-833-317-HOPE está bien no estar bien la ayuda vive aquí en California Wire podcast. This is your host, Josh Keatley. With me is always Donovan James. And today we have another very special guest, Cleveland Browns fullback, Johnny Stanton. Johnny, how you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. We're excited to have you, dude. Coming off such a, a big year for you. I know that COVID kind of sucked the, the wind out of most people's sails, but I consider last year a big accomplishment for you and the Browns as a whole. Not only were the Browns – not only is the excitement at an all-time high and the Browns played extremely well, but you – correct me if I'm wrong, but you played in your first NFL game, right? I did, yeah, against Philadelphia. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a big deal, dude. I mean, there's I, – I have so I have so many questions about how how did it – what did it, what was it like feel, to strap it up and know – you know, hey, today's it's different. It's different today. I'm playing. It's happening. What was that like? Yeah, you know, when you're um, <laughs> when you're a practice squad guy, especially in like the last couple of years, and you know, specifically for me because I've been up and down this roller coaster so like so many times. Um, I hadn't played in an actual like real speed game since preseason 2018 when I broke my ankle. Um, so it's been a while since I've had like you know a full, a, a full speed game, and it felt great to be out there. You know, it's it was very obvious during the game and also watching film that I was a little bit you know overexcited and a little bit over like out over my toes on a lot of things. And you know, I had to reel back a little bit, and you know, I, I just gained so much experience from that game um, that I'm I'm excited to be able to to get out get out there again and actually go up against some other guys, uh, you know, wearing some other colors. Dude, that's that's so awesome. We we get a lot of guys on here, and you know, I, I have some friends that play in the league, but they never they never touch the field. They never were active. So it, it makes me it makes me giddy just to hear you talk about it. Like, were you? How did you deal with the nerves? Are you just not a nervous guy, or did you just kind of scope? Like, how was that I for mean, you? No, I mean, I I don't think that people closest to me would would call me a nervous guy, but I know that I am. Uh, like I've, you know, I, I like everybody, I deal with like a little bit of anxiety and that kind of stuff. So that, that day, you know, my nerves were definitely at a, at a high point for uh, recent memory. Um, yeah, you know, I, I got up early, left the team hotel to go for a little while. Uh, my girlfriend family came in for the game. So, you know, I was hanging out with my girlfriend that morning cause I, for like three hours until uh, I had to go to the facility cause I, I couldn't go to the stadium for until, you know, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. I forget exactly what it was. Um, so there were just like several hours where I'm just like sitting there, like try to take my mind off it and read something. I try to, you know, play music or whatever, but I'm just kind of sitting there just waiting for like, okay, it's just one 30 minutes, like, you know, an hour, 25 minutes until I have to leave. Like keep, keep on looking at the clock, that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> and, and then I get to the facility and, you know, I'm in, you know, in the big locker room and we're actually split between two different locker rooms. Um, but because I was starting that game, I got to be in the, you know, the main with the main guys. And, you know, everybody has two different lockers to make sure we're all spread out. Um, and I'm in between Nick on one side, Nick Chubb, and then Hoop on the other side. 
and uh, across from the linemen. So Joel Batonio's on that side, Jack Conklin's on that side. And, you know, they're all, you know, it's just another game for them. Like they're all, they're all chilling. And, <laughs> um, and, I, and I remember like, I, I, could, I could, could tell that I must've been given off some kind of nervous energy because when, you know, maybe like 10, 15 minutes into just hanging out and kind of getting all my stuff situated, uh, Joel calls like across from across the locker and says, Johnny, are you nervous? I'm like, I, oh, you know, it's my first game. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous. Like, oh, I'd be nervous too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. He didn't follow it up with anything. It was great. <laughs> All the guys started laughing. It did, it did give me a little uh. bit of a release from that. So. That's hilarious. This this is not the same level at all. I, I When I tell you this story, I completely am at the understanding that you're talking about an NFL game. But when I got my first start in college, the coach announced it on Thursday, game Saturday, and I was so nervous. I was like throwing up. And my buddy, who was the, my buddy who was the quarterback, was like, Josh, just come down. Come over and sit down. We're in the hotel room before the game. And he's like, let's just watch some 16 and Pregnant, the show on MTV. I'm like, dude, I don't, what are you talking about? And he's like, dude, just remember, no matter how bad you play today, your life will never be as bad as that pregnant teenager's. Oh, I, was like, Jesus. I was like, you know what? That's oddly comforting. <laughs> a lot of those, I, a lot of those ladies have come on and had great careers since. <laughs> true, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, 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 you're right. Touche. But I didn't mean to bombard you with questions right off the bat. I was just excited to hear about it because it's something, you know, yeah. you, everybody everybody dreams about it. So few people get to experience it. So I, want, I wanted to kind of bother you about that. But you're on for a very special reason. You have a very special thing. A very special uh, activity coming up, giveaway coming up. I want you to talk about it. I want you to kind of get uh, – this is your platform. Tell us what you got going on. Yeah, so I'm an ambassador for Athlete Ally, uh, which uh, does some great work for LGBTQ um, uh, community and sports, especially for, for the youth um, in, who are you know trying to keep them in sports. Um, LGBTQ youth like drop out of sports at a much higher rate than their you know, um, – uh, heterosexual counterparts and um, they do some really awesome work. Uh, and with it being pride month, uh, I wanted to make sure that I joined the fundraiser and showed my support in, in being an ally. And I uh, pledged to match donations for athlete allies uh, fundraiser, which they're splitting um, with the black women's player collective. Um, they're split, splitting all donations. Uh, I think their goal is $25,000. I think they're a little bit past halfway, but they have still have a, a week or so left in the month. So I'm excited for them to be able to reach that goal. But um, my goal was to match donations up to $1,000. Um, and anybody who donates, uh, every $10 that donates uh, enters them into a raffle to uh, have the chance of winning uh, a couple signed um, you know, memorabilia, you know, like a, not a memorabilia, but, you know, Team gear, merchandise, and stuff like that. So uh, I got some. I have them right here, actually. Uh, I got some team, some brown hats. You can see I signed. Uh, there's a pair of pair of gloves that I haven't quite signed yet. That I don't know where they went. But then the, the <laughs> grand prize um, that uh, that's the team that you know, whoever uh, entered the raffle can, can win is uh, the team signed ball. Uh, let me get this centered. Uh, you can see a whole bunch of guys there. Um, yeah, so like that's a big grand prize that if you, uh, if you don't, you have a chance of winning. Um, we, I'm only, I'm a little bit less than a hundred dollars away from my from my goal of a thousand dollars. But I'm excited for hopefully surpass that goal and and get you know get pressured into matching again. Um, so yeah, if I can, you know, the the more the more donations, the better. It's it's awesome. My any kind of uh, help and sharing is 
hugely appreciated. And uh, I just want to be able to put in my, uh, you know, little contribution to, uh, you know, the overall Pride Month celebration. Yeah, that's ta- ta- great, man. Tag us in that too. Ta- what what athlete allies? Is that what it is? Athlete ally is the uh, is the is athlete the fundraiser. We can find that link to. Um, I'll make sure to send you guys the link. Yeah, but find the link to, the, to my fundraiser specifically in my uh, social media pages on my on my link, okay. um, my bio, and um, specifically if you donate, make sure that you send a screenshot um, to me if you're done with your donations, and I can match it up with donations that I see on my email. And uh, you'll get entered entered into the raffle. So okay, dope. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. So at the end of the month, the, the, the raffle ends. So uh, hoping to be able to get a whole bunch of people in before that. And uh, where can they follow you on your on your social medias? Thanks. I'll uh, I'll actually change my display name to do that too if I can. Um, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'll join you guys with that. Um, I am uh, at Johnny Stanton IV J O H N N Y S T A N T O N I V on. Uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, IVs for the fourth. You can see on the back of my jersey if you end up getting that. Um, but yeah, let me see if I can. You, you keep talking. I'm going to see if I can change. No, this you're good. <laughs> I, I, for I, for I, those, well, I was just going to say for the, for those that are, are listening to it on the MP3, we're, we are going to put his. We're we're if, the, if you're downloading this from USA Today or Spotify, we're going to put his his uh, Twitter feed or his Twitter handle on the description uh, and the, the ball that was signed was a white panel autographed football with the Cleveland Browns. I know that a lot of you guys listen to it and can't see that stuff. So uh, Don, what were you going to say? No, nah, man, I was just going to say, I mean, as far as Johnny goes to you, I mean, like, I, I just want to ask him, I did a bunch of stuff, but really. Here's the gloves. <laughs> that, that white sign okay. There are the gloves. There we go. There we go. Very he cool. Like, Very cool. Showing the gloves out. And he's got the, he's got the Johnny stand. I don't know. The fourth. So I just want to say, I'm just proud of Johnny, man. Coming from, Orange County man, you know, playing football, just playing quarterback, um, transferring to a couple different schools, fight, fighting through UNLV, Nebraska, everything you've been through, broken ankles, so many injuries, man. Like, for you to even be in this spot, I think it's like insane. I followed your whole career, so it's crazy. Like, to me, like, how has that been for you? Like, you literally have switched positions. Yeah. Like, you've played at different yeah. schools. Like, you, it just, you had to deal with so much, man. Like, you're still here, man. You're still fighting. A lot of guys don't have that. This dude really wants to play football, dog. Like, yeah, lot, I know, I know a lot of Italy, guys. Man, yeah. you a lot of guys. They don't. They're like, "F it, I'm done." Like, I, you know, I didn't work out. This dude really was like, he's grinding out here still, like every day, and he's still giving back to the. He's always doing something, giving back, man. Like, it's just how I'm not just brown nosing Johnny because he came on the show. I'm just this is actual no. factual stuff, like he's doing, and he grinded. I just want to know from you, like. How is it? Like Josh played, I know like he always makes fun of himself. He played at Valpo. Not um, the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm saying I didn't play at all though. Like I didn't play at all. I played like two years at like Vista Mariana. But like Johnny's really out here. I just want to know like how that grind for you. Like how, how do you do it? Like how do you consistently mentally do it every day? Yeah. Um, you know, there you you fall into a routine like any and like anywhere, you know, at you have to but you do kind of have to remind yourself that this isn't just a job. You know, this is something where you know, millions of people throughout the world, you know, let alone America are, uh, you know, could, would, would easily replace you if they could, you know? So it, I have to remind myself that a lot of times, but it isn't lost on me. The, the knowledge that I am, I am flirting and playing my, my dream right now. Um, you know, I, I, I still know that there's a long way to go right for me, 
But knowing what I have accomplished so far, like you said, you know, I got to play in my first NFL game. That's something that nobody can ever take away from me. Um, knowing that there are <laughs> – I can count on two hands the amount of times I thought my football career was over. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, I, I, I have to credit the people around me more than anything else. To who who kept pushing me to keep to keep trying, you know, to keep on moving forward into the next step. That uh, you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to get you know leave Nebraska to bet on myself to go to another school to actually play. Um, to continue trying to learn another position in the first place, or you know, joining you know after leaving UNLV, thinking that like you know I played you know, seven games at quarterback and overall I think I played nine or 10 games at the, you know, at the college level that the, the, the idea that I'd be able to make it to the NFL level there, you know, you would have, you know, if I, if you told me that like, Hey, you're only going to play 10 games, but you're still going to try for the NFL. I'm like, I, are you sure? Cause you know, that doesn't sound like a winning combination. Um, but I, I, to a certain extent, I do have to be proud of myself of what I did push through and what I decided to continue to work hard towards because I, I, you know, I know myself, I'm going to, whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be working hard towards it. Uh, and to stick with what I'm doing now, um, you know, I, I, all I can say is that I'm excited to, to see where I'm able to, to take myself and hopefully it's for, you know, several more years. Um, but even still, you know, like I said, nobody can take away that one game. I am, uh, <laughs> but that's not nearly what I've, I haven't accomplished quite yet what I wanted, what I want to accomplish. It's, it's so motivational to hear you talk about that and talk about the journey. You know, so many people, they turn on ESPN and they watch the NFL and they think that it's just, you know, you've been a part of the recruiting process and everything is so polarizing now that everybody kind of has this, this LeBron James feeling for how it is to be a professional. Like, oh, these kids are, are, are they're, they're, they're rich since the age of 16. They go to the pros. Everybody knows them, yada, yada, yada. But they don't see the constant grind. I mean, and, and but correct me if I'm wrong, but there was a point where you were cut by an XFL team. You had to come back from that. And, uh, you know, that that's real adversity staring you in the face. I mean, right, I mean, how, how was how was that feeling? And then, the, and then the Cleveland Browns called, like, what, two weeks later? Yeah, right. um, you know, when I said that I can count on two hands how many times like I thought my football career was over, I'm probably underestimating it because it's been a lot, and I've had to push, you know, through a lot of failure, you know, just like anybody who, you know, tries is trying to come become successful in their field. Um, yeah, the most recent team I was on before the Browns, which I signed with in uh, January of last year, mm-hmm. I was with the XFL LA Wildcats. Um and I was trying to play fullback there. I was doing training camp. Um, I was having to battle through injuries, battle through having the flu. Um, I had to, you know, you're trying to do whatever you can and, and you know, stay healthy in, in training camp. And I just wasn't able to do that, that camp. And um, a couple days before uh, cut day, and I was, you know, I felt like I was practicing pretty well, trying to make up for my last time. Um, a couple days before cut day, I get a call from the front office of the Browns. And they say, hey. Uh, and I'd spoken to them once. Um, they said, "Hey, we would love to have you fly into Cleveland and do a physical for us, and you know we're planning we'd, we'd plan on signing you." Which is not usually how those calls go. <laughs> usually, they're like, oh, yeah. you know, try out. We'll have you. Uh, you know, we'll see what you, what we what we think, and we, you know, we want to see you know where you're at right now. And I, uh, they they called me and says, "Hey, we we want to we want to sign you as a fullback." And um, I said, "Hey, I really appreciate it. 
I'm under contract right now and there's nothing I can do about that. Um, you know, I think it was Josh Johnson, the, um, the quarterback who played for the Wildcats that year. Uh, he had been reached out to bef- like s- several weeks before that um, yep. by the NFL and the XFL didn't let him leave. And they weren't going to, if they weren't going to let Josh Johnson, who was a former starter in the NFL, like leave, they weren't going to let me, you know? So I knew they're like, okay, well, you know, I, I asked them like, you know, keep an eye on me. But uh, two days later, <laughs> I get called down during that day and say, and they say, uh, Hey, John, we really appreciate it. You worked hard during training camp, but we're going to go a different direction. And I said, wow. okay. Uh, and I called my agent and said, Hey, let's see if the Browns want a failed XFL player. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, you know, he, he, he worked his magic. My, my agent did. And uh, he was, uh, they were able to get me on a flight to, to Cleveland like a week or two later. Shout out, wow. to Johnny's, shout out to Johnny's agent. I don't know who it is. Man. You can drop <laughs> his name if you want, but he's doing yeah, a good job. Yeah. He, he or she is doing a good job, man. What that's a, a blessing. Great, I never knew that story. That's crazy, man. Like, that's insane. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that that's wild. That, it, that's, I mean, geez, that's such it, – it's but just crazy sometimes. i of imposter syndrome, but, you know, I try to fight through that too. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That, yeah, like that, that story, that story was, blows me away. Was that their moment? I was going to ask you, Johnny, was that – basically, let me go back. Let me go back. I was going to ask, what was your moment where you were just like, dude, like, I got a major in something else. Like, let me go figure it out. Let me – like, I don't know where you're staying right now. I don't know if you're back in Orange County or not, but, like, let me go back home. No, I can just figure it out with my girl and my family and everything. Like, was that the moment or was it, like, another moment where you got hurt or something? Or is it – because I've oh, talked to were- players that are just like, there's moments where just like, I almost gave up, but I'm still here. Yeah, there were plenty of moments like that. I mean, 20, 2019, I was, I was only on a football team for two weeks. Uh, and that was in the middle of the year. So that wasn't like the last two weeks of the year where like I got signed. Uh, I, uh, so 2019 is I'm coming off my ankle injury. I'm still signed with the Vikings at that time. Um, I've been recovering for about five, six months at that point. Um, they call me in for a physical, they clear me and then they cut me like a couple weeks later. Um, so at this point, I'm like, okay, well, you know, hopefully I made some impression around the league with, you know, the guys, the te- the coaches and scouts and stuff that left the Vikings. And I didn't really get any kind of phone calls since then. Um, I was fighting all of 2019 to get in front of coaches, in front of anybody I could. I went back to UNLV to do pro day again. Um, I, w- I went to an, a, well, it was a, I forget the name of the company, but it was a um, independent combine company. Um, basically they'll take your money and they'll try to get some scouts in front of you. Uh, and I flew all the way to Baltimore to do that. Um, so you had to buy the flight, I had to buy the, you know, invite into the, uh, into the group or into the combine. And I <laughs> obviously did well enough there to impress somebody at the XFL who had me then exit the combine. Um, the XFL combine went great. And, um, and then uh, several months later, I ended up getting drafted a little bit later uh, than I would have hoped, but, to, got drafted, you know, as a fullback in the XFL. That's the reason why I went so late um, to uh, in the in the XFL. Um, and that was the point where I was like, okay, you know, there's a chance I might still be able to play football. <laughs> but that whole year, that happened in like September, like late September or something. And I, you know, the whole previous, you know, eight months of that was, I don't know if I'm going to play football again, but I'm going to keep trying. Uh, I'm going to like I basically told myself I'm going to give myself a year, and if I don't make a football team by this year then I'm, I, I might, I might have to look somewhere else. Um, and then in October, uh, no, it was, yeah, it was December, uh, November, excuse me. 
um, I get a, you know, I hadn't signed anything with the XFL yet. And the Vikings called me and says, Hey, we want to bring you back to practice squad or at least try out for it. And, um, I called the XFL and says, Hey, I, you know, I want to try to, to try this again with the, with the Vikings. And they said, yeah, we're, we're supporting you in that, you know, we, we don't have any, you know, contracts, you know, uh, binding you with us. So, you know, we all, you know, we hope the best for you. Um, so I, I go there, I get cut two weeks later. Uh, and then I, I, again, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the XFL now. I'm going to start, I'm going to join them in like their winter camp, like a month before training camp. And then the Niners call me up and they say, Hey, we want, we want to try you out as like a, as our backup or like a practice squad fullback. I say, okay, let me call back the XFL because <laughs> I'm kind of leaving them back and forth right now. Um, and that's when after the, after the Niners workout didn't, didn't go, you know, didn't, when they didn't sign me, it went well, but they didn't sign me. Uh, I was like, okay, I have to commit now. And the XFL is like, they're going to want me. They're not going to bring me in for a tryout. Like they already, they're, they're planning on signing me. So that's when I kind of committed to them. Um, at least for a month or so <laughs> until I got cut during training camp. Well, God, that was man. the same. That was the same XFL team that fired their defensive coordinator after week one. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know if they really knew what they were doing at the time. So good old, good old Pepper Johnson. Yeah, man, that's, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy, man. It's it's awesome to hear someone talk about the the grind, you know. And I know that we we I talked we talked about. <laughs> would you say I'm sorry? I as if I was rambling, I feel like I was talking long at one point. No, no, I, I love know. it. It's, it's we just love it, you know. Yeah. We 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 I, I we love hearing about that grind. You know, we talk about Blake Jackson, who was another Cleveland Brown who played football all year long, played for the Spring League twice and the CFL, and then finally got a shot with the Cleveland Browns. And it's like people people need to see that. They need to see how hard some of you guys work because it's it's not you know it's it's a grind. You have to want it, and I I think it's absolutely wonderful. Um, can I talk I mean, to you a little? Bit? Oh, I'm sorry, Donna, go on. No, you're good. I, I was just it's funny because like I, I listen to like. The, the grind, the, it's just like the journey. Like, I don't want to take away from like the other guys grinding, like big, big grinds too. Like, Baker's grinding out there, but it's just different. Like, the story behind, yeah. <laughs> I'm just using Baker because he's your teammate, but like, I mean, big grinded his ass off because he wouldn't, you know, obviously everybody knows the Texas Tech story and everything, like Travis, but like, it's just the story that's just so different. Like, we had DeAndre Smoltron last week. He was kind of telling us like his grind and his, his story, you know, when he was with the 49ers and everything. And what did he go to the Titans after Josh or he was with a couple, the, he was cu- couple teams? Yeah. He was with the Niners for the majority of his career. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple practice squads there. Here yeah. and there, and Jaguars. Like, yeah. Jags, Titans, like it, his story was like, he had, he told me his moment. That's why I asked you. His moment was just like, we got released by like two teams in the same division. <laughs> he was like, you know I mean? It's just, it's not my time. Like I'll still work out and everything. Went back to Georgia Tech like for a pro day like you. And just like, he kind of just didn't have it. He wanted to play baseball though. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, let, me, let me ask him something real fast, Joshua. I know Josh has got to get to a lot, but I just want to know personally, <laughs> just because I've watched you play quarterback before a lot of people have it because they didn't follow high school football. They're not from California like like I am, but like, I watch you play quarterback. You you don't have that itch every now and then to kind of want to throw in there. <laughs> in, there in the you don't go in that quarterback room with Baker and all those guys, man. You know I mean? Who is it? Uh, uh, so what's the best? I, I mean, case. Case. I obviously, case. Obviously, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I obviously having the having the ball in my hands, you know, and and being able to to be the guy who runs who runs the offense. But you know, man, I remember my first week with Minnesota and seeing like you know Kirk Cousin just sling the ball around the field. I remember thinking. There's a reason why I'm <laughs> nobody wanted me a quarterback <laughs> uh, because it you know I realized that it took a lot 
to, you know, a, 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 I didn't have this, the necessary skill set to continue a quarterback. I loved it. And I, I'm happy for the success that I had at it. Um, but yeah, I, I was able to scratch my itch a little bit when um, this last season I had a, uh, there was a, a week, I think we were, we were playing the Steelers, first time we were playing the Steelers, and Baker got hurt, not hurt, I think he had bruises ribs or something the week before. Um, Case Keenum takes the one reps. Um, and usually Garrett Gilbert, who is the scout, who uh, is our third string quarterback, would have taken the scout team reps. Garrett just got picked up by the Cowboys. Yeah, like right. that, that weekend. That weekend, so we had some um, defensive uh, quality control guys, some some position coaches throwing the ball around for the scout team, and uh, you know, all up to them. They weren't. They didn't have the arm that, that was necessary <laughs> to give any kind of threat to the to the defense. So defense. So I told them, and I was like, it was kind of funny, like going through film uh, for like scout team and stuff. I went up to um, uh, Zach, one of our. Uh, defensive quality control guys who was running the, the scout team. I said, Hey, you know, uh, if, if you guys, if you need a quarterback for scout team, I know you guys are short, I can pick you up. And he kind of gives me like a, a chuckle or something and doesn't really mention him. Okay. Well, they must have figured something out. And what I found out, <laughs> like, they, they thought I was joking because I ended up telling him like, Hey, let me get a rep. Like I'm taking the next quarter, the next rep of quarterback. That's he says, okay. And I, and I, and I made a couple completions that first day, the next day I, um, I actually had a, I think I had a, a touchdown pass or two. I at least went like, you know, 30, 40 yards. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I last got to scratch my edge was I got to show off to the coaches a little bit. They're like, yeah, I have an arm and it still works. Uh, that's pretty Love cool. It. Sorry, Love Josh. It. I know I stole your thunder, but I'm actually glad I asked that now just because like I might have forgot. And like, that's a funny story, dude. That's amazing. I just, yeah. I just always wonder what guys switch position. I mean, like you were a four-star quarterback. Dog. Like, it's not like you were just like some quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you were, I mean, and it was high school a while ago, but still like, I mean, you were, you were a dual threat quarterback, but you could sling that rock, man. You know what I mean? They want to put you. That's fun. That's a funny story, though, man. So if Baker and Case get hurt, basically what you're saying is like they don't need to sign anybody. Like they got John standing. <laughs> well, every Saturday, every Saturday they got um. You know, we go, we have our walkthrough and stuff, and we go through, you know, every single play we have. Um, and uh, what happens? Coach Stefanski will you know is running us through our plays. Like we this personnel, that personnel, this formation, that formation, and then uh, we'll go through some plays. He says, "All right, Baker's hurt. Cases." Shoe, shoelaces, uh, third string quarterbacks up in the box. Uh, Juice, you're uh, <laughs> Jarvis and Odell are always the ones who get who get to have that that rep, that quarterback rep. At quarterback. Of course, yeah. I was gonna say they that run, next. Is Jarvis run, can sling it a little yeah. bit. They run through some quick passes. They go through some handoffs, and uh, so I, yeah. I, I the one week I was active, I'm like, is, is he gonna say? Is he gonna say? No, never mind. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Um, you know, I'm surprised you can still. I'm not gonna lie, I'm surprised you can still sling. Because I mean, I, I was looking at photos before and after, bro. You must. I mean, you're like, you're a yeah. you're a good solid 240, bro. Like just like you know what I mean. Like for those that for those that aren't watching, Johnny's neck is like Donovan's <laughs> and I's combined. So I mean, you were a, a thick dude. I mean, were you always that big? Even it's a lot. It's a lot better looking at us though. That smile. <laughs> <laughs> but were you were you were you built were you were you built like that in Nebraska and UNLV? I mean, I don't. I, it, was, it feels it, was, it feels like you put on some weight. It's a solid yeah, good weight. I, you know, I I was always working hard in the in the weight room in, in high school and would have you know my own. Um, I would have my own you know uh, milestones and stuff that I would hit. Yeah, you know, I got excited the first time I hit like you know. I think 275 or like three or something on the bench and you know all these numbers you got to reach for 
But I remember, you know, Nebraska strength and conditioning program is is renowned for a reason. They they did yeah. a great job. They, they bulked me up a little bit, and um, I kind of you know took the took the reins from there after that. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I you know as far as my arms still working, honestly, it, you know, I'm not. <laughs> I probably don't have the footwork or, you know, the accuracy that I, that I used to, like, you know, I was never like a pinpoint guy where I'm going, you know, 500 yard game, but uh, I, I did okay. Honestly, the biggest change is that it just takes me longer to warm up because my arm gets really <laughs> tired. And that week I, my arm, the week that I played scouting quarterback, my arm was so tired. Oh yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's pretty. Funny. That's, that's crazy had, though, man. You had a little Tebow in you, Johnny. I think like I read a, a LA Times. Oh yeah, I remember like yeah, you had a little Tebow in you, the running quarterback, like big guy running people over. Yeah, like, you we're know, talking I, about I, Florida Tebow, not like now Tebow. <laughs> no, I was, I love I was always a bigger guy, and I was out, able to outsize some some linebackers that I came across. And I was a downhill runner. I wasn't running around anybody. That's for sure. Right. You were you were KJ was better. Better, better high school quarterback. You gonna give it to KJ? Or we were very different quarterbacks. And very true. Very true. I think so KJ. Broke, I think KJ broke a lot more records than I did. <laughs> yeah, such a, such a polite answer. Because yeah. I mean, you know, oh, most KJ's people want to. KJ was throwing like fifty times a game. Like, KJ I, was I don't think we mentioned it. Yeah, he's a quarterback for. Um, where's he at now? Uh, I don't know where he's at. San now. Diego practice squad. Is that or, right? Oh, a rookie camp. Chargers. Practice, not practice squad. Sorry. Uh, well, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be San Diego. It'd be Los Angeles. Oh, <laughs> it's stuck in the I 90s, bro. I'm, I'm, from, I'm from San Diego. I'll never like yeah. I, I, Every now we'll and then. All right. Well, let, let's, let me ask a couple Browns questions, and we'll get we'll get some to some listener questions. What? So now that the COVID – I don't want to say we beat COVID, but <laughs> it feels like we've reached the finish line to the COVID stuff. What what are your thoughts as expectations for the Browns? Are you you were at OTAs? Are you feeling it? Is there a different level to it? Are you excited about the season? What can we expect, man? Yeah, I am excited. Um, I think that uh, our, our we signed a lot of guys who are really really talented on defense. Um, that was obvious from our OTAs and from our mini camp. Um, Ooh, and the guys okay. coming back seem seem like they're as good as ever. Um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to be able to build that chemistry with the with the team, and I'm sure everybody is uh, during training camp. And you know, it'll be a grind, but you know, we're all we're all grinding together, and we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be really good, getting used to each other, and it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be really fun this season. That's awesome, man. Are right, have you have you talked to any rookies? Spent time with any rookies? Got a little one on one time? Is there is there a rookie that we should be watching out for? Like he gets it immediately, or have you not had a chance yet? Yeah, I mean, I. I I can't necessarily speak for the defense side of the because every time you went up against the defense, we we're going through walk through and jog through and stuff. Right. So I can't, you know, I don't know what, what how hard those guys were going over there and how well they were doing. But as far as uh, offensive side, um, we have a lot of great weapons and some strong linemen. Um, but the one guy that that I think surprised a lot of guys was Demetri Felton. Um, he spent only a handful of days at running back with us. Uh, he was pretty much the whole time at receiver. And he was he was had some great routes and some great hands, uh, and wow. it's kind of exciting. We'll see him do some, do some things this year. Wow! Yeah, I, I I believe that he was a very exciting player at UCLA. <laughs> so in in your totality so far as, as a football player, you've been a, you've seen some athletes: Nebraska, UNLV. Now you're with the Browns, the Vikings. Who we asked DeAndre Smeltzer this last week: Who's the biggest freak that you've seen? He 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 answered Alden Smith. I mean, I had to line. I you know. Not 
I'll preface this with one thing. I did not have to do many fullback plays on scout team this last year. You know, we only so only so many teams have uh, have fullbacks, and for the most part, you know, it's only a small percentage of the plays that they prepare for in during the week uh, for for the other team during scout team. Uh, so the most of the time I was spending was at tight end uh, on scout team, and when you have to line up against Miles Garrett, play after play. After play, after play and he's giving you maybe like, you know, he's saving his energy for the game and he's giving you maybe like 75% of what he's done and still your butt. I know I'm not necessarily like, you know, the most skilled tight end because I have a lot of work to do. But man, that guy does not have to put my effort in to be just the absolute animal that everybody knows he is. So it's yeah. tough not to play Miles Garrett. Wow. That's the second time I've heard that. Caught when I never caught Alan, he said that's the freakiest athlete. He's played with everyone at this. I mean, Christian, like everybody, but he's like, dude, still Miles Garrett, A and M. I believe it. Sure. Yeah, I believe it. He's just. I mean, he, he looks like a ma- he looks like a massive human being. You know what yes. I mean? DeAndre also said George Kittle last week, and I was like, what? George Kittle? Oh know, yeah, he's he tall, that. but he's not. You know, he's not built like. He's not built like Garrett or all this. Well, I will sure. say that the first guy that I recognized as a ridiculous athlete was in college at Nebraska my freshman year. Amir Abdullah has one of the – and he was oh, my teammate shit. at Minnesota for two weeks too. Um, Amir has one of the best the mo- the best senses of balance that I've ever seen. He, you can you know hit that guy super hard and he like lands on his three yards away and is running full speed down the field. Mm-hmm. Um, he was – he's always been an impressive guy to me. Great guy too. Yeah, we, uh, I write for Buckeyes Wire as well, and and you know Amir Abdul, that's somebody we saw quite, you know, in Nebraska. Woo, that guy could run, man, fast, he was yeah. quick. It's, it's a shame things didn't break right for him in the NFL, but you know that's how you know sometimes that's how it goes. Think, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, was it, um, Donald? I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say real quick. Was there a guy in high school that you played against? And that I mean, it's a big time conference. So, I don't, yeah. were, were you guys playing like modern day and? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you guys are playing in the. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I I don't think he ended up uh, spending too much time in the NFL. But one of the guys that I grew up like almost having like a friendly rivalry with, uh, we played each other in middle school. We played each other in high school several times. Thomas Duarte, if you remember that name, yeah, he UCLA, was, UCLA, man. yeah, UCLA. He was a he's a great great athlete. Um, and uh, he was always the guy that uh, you know you had to prepare extra for, for sure. He yeah, he's Thomas. he's in the league still. Is he really okay? Right? Is it Donovan? Is that right? I'm trying. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to Google it as we're as we're talking. I kind of like before. Like I knew like a more before COVID, but it's like so many guys went to like these different leagues or just like didn't play or whatever. I mean, so it's hard or hard to keep up with. He, last time I checked, no, he was he's, though. He's he's not. Okay. I, I I apologize. He's not. I, yeah, his his last his he was with the Falcons in 2019. So I apologize. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So were, were you? You might not know this. I was trying to figure it out. I believe you were. You were in. You were Andrew Barry's first signing, correct? Yeah, yeah, I was. That's kind of a big deal. I feel, maybe not so much. Uh, does it feel like a big deal? Because I feel like it's a big deal in the media. Like, oh, that's that's the catalyst. That's the guy. You know what I mean? You were the you were the, the 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 first chip that fell into place. Do you does it feel like that for you, or I mean, it's gonna be a you know, great Browns it. trivia fun fact? <laughs> well, it's just it's a, it's, it's a big, you know it's a, Andrew Barry's a, a smart guy. You know what I mean? Like this is the, he was the sign of the new era. And yeah, he signed John Shen. Of course, he's you were, you were the first piece of the puzzle that fell into place. Does that ever you ever reflect on that, or is that not something that really crosses your mind? 
Yeah, it, it's um, it, it was interesting. So you know, during that 2019 year, and I wasn't I wasn't really with a lot of teams. I was having these workouts. I was decide you know I made I made that decision like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna commit to going XFL and, and doing doing the, the winter camp with them. Um, I got a couple days after that, or maybe a day after that, or so. I get a call. Not a lot, not a lot of people know this. I got a call from the Browns saying like, hey, we want to bring you in for a workout, and so you can try out for the team. Now this is. 2019, this is like close to like week 14 or so. Um, I am not, at this point, you know, I knew that my best opportunity to be to be on a team for next year is to be working out, is to be practicing and to be doing whatever I can to, you know, better myself. And at this point, the, the Browns had already been knocked out of the playoffs. Um and not only that, let alone the fact that the Browns didn't have a fullback on their roster at that point. <laughs> so I'm, I, I'm, you know, thinking like, I'm, I'm, I gotta like, you know, I, I, I already committed, so I have to do it. But like, I'm thinking like, you know, strategy wise, like, I wonder like, why, why, why are they, why are they on me up? And you know, I, I would love to be able to be a part of that franchise. But you know, it was kind of interesting to me. So then when, you know, fast forward a month and a half, two months, when they just say like, Hey, we want to just, we want to, we want to sign you. Like, you know, once I was available, I'm like, heck yeah, let's do it. Um, they, it, it was obvious. It was apparent to me, like they had plans moving forward um, to try to have somebody in place to be able to fill that, fill that role. Um, so it was, it was kind of cool putting the puzzle pieces together after that. That, that is cool. That's a, that, that's a very cool story. It's a very, like Donovan said, like trivia level situation. I think I, that's really interesting. I, I just didn't, I didn't know if you viewed it, and we view it that way in the media, but I didn't know if you viewed it the same way. That's very cool. Um, Donovan, <laughs> did you have any Browns related questions before we move on to some of the listener questions and get no. to know them? No, go ahead and go to the listener questions. That's so, cool, man. So I, I had a bunch of stuff in this <laughs> I had someone specifically ask, hey, that dude was in Vegas for a while. How much money did he win, or what, what's did, did you have any big wins or any big losses on the strip that would stick out in your mind? So let's remember, I was a college student in Vegas. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have a lot of money to mess around with. Um, I you know I I would definitely came out in the red. That's for sure. Um, not that far in the red because I didn't. I didn't. I never played with that much money. Um, yeah. But you know, if I if we did have a night out where you know I was with some guys who I knew would want to like play some games and stuff, like play blackjack, play craps. I didn't really mess around with too much else. Uh, I would bring like max sixty dollars out, and I'd play at the five dollar table so I could play as long as I could <laughs> because right. otherwise, you know. If you're playing at the normal like twenty five dollar tables, let, you know, let alone at night, you're playing. You know, if you're at the Bellagio or something, you're not be able, you're not able to find anything less than fifty dollar you know table. So you know, I wasn't I wasn't playing on the strip. I was playing down at you know uh, the Four Queens in um, on Fremont Street. Okay, uh, all right. Fremont's my spot, man. The yeah, D, the Nugget, you know, all those spots. Yeah. Have you been as, as long as you can? Have you been back? Have you been to Circuit yet? Oh yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't been to a lot of new places, um, but yeah, uh, Circus like br- pretty, pretty brand new. Like, yeah, so no, I, I walked by it, but I haven't been inside. 
So let me okay, let me ask you let me ask you another Vegas question. Now that you're an adult and you have more than sixty dollars in your pocket, are you going back to Fremont Street? Because, <laughs> because Donovan thinks oh you are because Donovan thinks Fremont's cool. And I'm like oh, I don't I don't know man I don't know if people like no the, the Vegas locals and even non like you know non Vegas locals will tell you that like it, it depends on your scene. I'm I've never been a club guy. I walk into a club and you know I try to look for the nearest exit because I'm just not that's just not my. Scene. Uh, but there are some really cool bars on Fremont. Um, there are some wild things you see, and and there's some fun things to do. So yeah, I'm a wildlife um, guy. Right? Need, yeah, he's a people When I go to Vegas, I go downtown. That's funny, man. Yeah, I thought someone, someone texted me. I was like, that's a good question. You did, you know, because you know, it, it's right. It's people. You know, V is right there. It's not like when like Northwestern's like in Chicago. It's not really in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like UNLV is right. It's a short taxi ride. You know, ride share over to to the the, the fun stuff. But uh, so I will say that if you want another little piece of, of trivia, um, there are two UNLV players uh, graduates in the NFL right now, and both of them are on the Browns. Robert Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. There's Robert gotta Jackson. be. There's that's it. Just two though. Tor McTire was a corner uh, who was with the Dolphins for a while, and I don't think he's still in the league right now. But he was my teammate over there too. Damn, they had. Yeah, wasn't wasn't there a badass Davarius Daniels? Was that? The, I feel like they had a nasty wide receiver in the, that was in the league for a second, but. But that's I interesting. More, but I have some more of those in, though. They're doing, they're doing a good job Absolutely. up there. Yeah. Well, once once Tate Martell transfers there, right? Well, not the. Is that what you're? That what you're <laughs> yeah. saying? No, I was, I was talking about I was talking about their uh, coach from uh, Oregon, uh, yeah. Arroyo. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's. I wasn't talking about him, but yeah. I mean, hopefully <laughs> Tate, Tate too. But yeah. We'll so see. <laughs> I, obviously, by if you if you haven't followed Johnny on his social media, he's a Dungeons and Dragons guy, right? The, Mm-hmm. Is that safe to say? What, dude? I don't even know what that is. I know it's a board game from the '80s, and I feel like I feel like there was like someone in my like in my neighborhood when we were kids that like they were doing like I feel like a kid like died playing it or something. Like, it, dude, I I swear oh. to God, there was like an old, like, you're there was, like, a lot of satanic panic stereotypes from the '80s right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, see, I knew I knew it was like I knew there was a thing out there. You so what? It's, it's in the '80s, Josh. Here's freaking thirty. No, nah, dude, my my. <laughs> I know, it, it, but the game is from the eighties, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was made in like the seventies, but it, like it was very popular in the eighties. Yeah, yeah I mean, it was still po- it's still popular. It was popular when we were kids too. I knew a bunch of kids that played it. I just never played. It's like it's like a tabletop game. It's like Monopoly, only a million times more intricate, right? It is a lot more intricate, and it's not. Uh, a lot of people think it's a board game. It's uh, it's what's called a tabletop role playing game because you know we're nerdy and we have to give a really nerdy name to it. <laughs> I um, love it, dude. I love it. Yeah, so it's basically a it's an improv it's a fantasy improv class is the best way you can describe it. It's like you're you're improvising the same character for four hours and then you get to do the same character for next week and you're just trying to go through this whole you know Lord of the Rings uh, you know kind of um, uh, Game of Thrones style story um, and you're just trying to be a team and win as a team. There's not like a single winner in the game, which is a, a common misconception too. Now, see, so yeah, okay. Now, m- most of my knowledge is from is from like t- like community. Have you you've seen Community, the show Community, where they play it? Love Community. Yeah. Okay. So that that's like where like a good ch- a good chunk of my Dungeons and Dragons knowledge comes from. TV shows. <laughs> I so, swear. Yeah, so you- it is funny. So 
the I think it was the first episode that they played. I forget the second episode now, but the first episode that they played it. You know, I love Community. I, I was a huge fan of Community when it was on the air. Um, six seasons in a movie. Um, when <laughs> yeah. when Pierce joins the group because he's uh, you know feels like he's being left out and he's trying to like be spiteful to everybody because he's yeah. trying to win the game. That's a common <laughs> like horror story of people playing D and D because they're trying to play against other players and trying to win. The the winning is just having fun with your friends, honestly, and just like telling stories. It's an it's a it's a uh, cooperative storytelling improvisational thing. You got? Have you gotten uh, any of the Browns guys? Is like is, is my boy Porter playing? Did you get Porter guys <laughs> to play? Uh, I have to have Porter to play. Uh, I will say I, I I've never I never got like um like an okay from the guys that we did play we because we had a group of a few, of a few guys this last year we had to cancel because um because of the COVID restrictions. Um, but we did get a group of guys playing during the season and uh, they never gave me like the okay to say that they played. So I'm not going to like out who played. With okay, me. That's I'll just, uh, I'll just say that there was a, a few of us who did play together. See, I, I think that it's so, I, I just I, couldn't see Porter playing that. That's like, I've talked to Porter. It's like, I couldn't see him doing it, but it'd be funny if he was, he's the biggest deal on the team, bro. Him and Miles. Who's bigger, Miles or Porter? Oh, Miles. That's just because, uh, I don't know. Porter's huge. Okay. Baller, uh, you know, okay. Miles always works out really hard too, but uh, Porter is a freak in the weight room. Okay. Por- Porter's that- like Porter. I think Porter. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Porter's, Porter's. like he's like WWE big. But like Miles yeah, Garrett is like even if Miles Garrett never touched a weight in his life, you would still look at him at the ball and be like, oh my god, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind. Of, there, you know, there's just guys like that. touches the weight for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So no, if I, no. I, the, the Dungeons and Dragons, I, there's a dude at the shelter. I volunteered at a shelter, and he has a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, and he's really into it. It seems like you have to have, you have to be really creative. There's not like, I mean, right? You're like writing down, like, I mean, it's an like outlet a lot for of- my creativity. Yeah, it's an outlet for my creativity. And I, you know, I run a game with my family right now. It's my girlfriend and her two brothers and their girlfriends. Um, and you should uh, live stream that. People, 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 <laughs> would, people would watch that. Yeah, I mean, I've I've thought about it. Like, you know, nobody wants to watch like people's home games unless you're like, you know, an improv, you know, professional or a comedian or something like that. Like, there are people who are professionals who will do it. Uh, and obviously, uh, actually, the the market's like kind of saturated right now. There's some really great shows happening, but there are a lot of people who think they have great shows too. Um, really? <laughs> like shade on people, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. You know, I'm by no means a professional, and I have a lot of fun doing it. So I don't. I wouldn't want to do anything to ruin that. Um, but if if like other guys on the team felt like they would want to do it, uh, then I can you know I can see us trying to get like a cool setup to do that. I'm I'm gonna write this down. I'm gonna do research that way. The next time we talk, I'm gonna be a done. I'm gonna I'm gonna know it all, dude. You're not you're not gonna roll your eyes. You're not gonna. You're, it's not gonna be like talking to a tiny to a noob. I'm gonna know it, dude. And we're gonna have a. Discussion. You know what you can do is, is is try to narrow it down by the guys that that come on the show. It's like, hey, do you play Dungeons and Dragons, with Johnny? do you do anything do you do anything else like do you i mean is there is there another hobby like do you we we i know that there's a bunch of guys that like collect their own football cards and stuff like that or is, is dungeons and dragons like that that's that's your hobby that's your go-to when you got free time i mean i i, I put I put a lot of, especially my, my creative energy into that. Um, but I don't want to like murder myself out on it. So I try to do some other things. Um, you know, I'm definitely like, you know, into video games and stuff. I'm not quite as much like a online multiplayer kind of guy. I just finished, I just, just about to finish the new Ratchet and Clank game on PS5. Nice. Um, so uh, yeah, I have fun with that. <laughs> um, 
I'm a little bit of a sneakerhead. Uh, it's really, uh, yeah. Um, me and a couple of guys and we'll talk about it and I haven't gotten anything in a while, but, uh, I do a, a pre- pretty good collection. I'm, I'm interested in yeah. this now that you're a sneakerhead because I watched the episode. Yeah. I think you probably know I'm going with this. I don't, I don't know dude's name, but it's uh Baker was on there. Jarvis and Odell. Um, the, the, the sneakerhead show, man, the one that's like, on I actually my... haven't watched that. I've heard, you know, I, I, I you know what I'm cool. talking about though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't think of his name. You, but yeah, I saw Baker on there, and he he had some cool ones, man. He he no, he had kind of Jarvis collection was insane, but yeah. Well, like what what kind of like so are you gonna go out and buy what kind of what kind of shoes you looking for like old school Jordans? Are you like like see like I saw like the Reebok pumps are coming out the Jurassic Park version, and I'm like, "Mm -hmm, that's a shoe. I saw those; those are hard. Yeah, I'm into like stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, that's mm -hmm, Jurassic Park themed shoes. I'm all about that. Is that, is so, that what you're into, or? So I have um, the, the the most common shoe in my collection is definitely Jordan One. Um, not necessarily anything that's that old, uh, because that's when you start. You know, the 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 hobby is very expensive now. Oh, yeah. Like if you you even get a five years ago or three years ago, it's not nearly the kind of money that's being put into like you know, that people are buying or selling shoes on StockX and and you know goat and stuff. Um, I, everything that I've gotten, I've made sure I just like saved up for it or, uh, got it at retail or close to retail or, you know, sold a couple pairs of shoes to be able to get that. you know, my grail is the, is the Jordan, Jordan one Chicago uh, colorway. And it's you know, and by no means like an actual retro like version of it. Like I think I got the 2015 version, which is the most recent one that came out. Um, but I, I, I did get like a good price on it. I sold a couple pairs to be able to get it. Um, you know, I can't say that I was quite as responsible with every pair of shoes that I got. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you know, it was, it was funny. I, for my, for my first game for the, for the Philadelphia game, I made sure that I was going to be like, all right, I have my outfit. I got my, I got my, the jacket, I got my death save D and D jacket. Uh, shout out to Janello. Um, I got my Rolling Stone shirt, got my jeans. And I got my Travis Scott Jordan ones that I got for retail. Odd, oh, off sneakers. Those are, that's so, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So I got those things for, one hundred seventy-five dollars retail. When the right now they're going for like eighteen hundred bucks. Damn, is that right? Yeah. That, so that, I'm, that, <laughs> that hobby got expensive, man. I I love I love how you prefaced your the story with like, hey, I I was saving up, I was responsible. <laughs> like just just yeah. putting that just putting that out there for the kids for the kids. Don't blow yes, your money. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so it's funny the video game thing we kind of glossed over it and i was i was ready to gloss over because usually when we ask that question everybody goes fortnite call of duty and i'm like okay we've heard that before but you said ratchet what other you said ratchet and clank what other so you are are you into like story like driven games or like what kind of video games you, you typically play it's probably you know right there with uh you know the whole reason why i like D because I, like, I like being able to tell a story or like hear a story and you know that kind of thing um I uh, gosh, I was going through Hitman. I'm I'm, I'm enjoying it, but it's not. Oh, quite, yes. it's, yeah, I mean, it's not quite like the storytelling stuff that, that I that I love. But it's it's fun to be able to figure out different ways to go through this. You know, every level. Um, one of the more recent games. Oh, I finished Resident Evil Village. Uh, that was fun. Um, so, and did you did you did you like it better than the old Resident Evils? Because I felt like you know it's I the first know. one that, actually, that I've actually played, and I've watched through some of them. Really. Uh, but you know, I've heard enough to know that like I don't know if I'd be into the older ones, because um, I've heard that they've made like a big jump after seven. I watched through seven on like YouTube and stuff, but um, 
before seven, I heard that it's just like a very different game. And I think that yeah. it, this is the more style game that I like. Cause I'd like, you know, there's another like little horror, not nearly as like, you know, horror, you know, filled and like, you know, jump scary, but uh, there's a game called little nightmares that I just, um, Oh yeah. That game's woo. That game was, I can't play it. <laughs> oh, I've heard it's really good. I haven't played that one. It's great. It's creepy. Um, the second one just came out this spring, and I um, after the second one came out, I played the first and second, and it's it's really fun. I am. I'm a- <clears throat> um, yeah. So my my nephews are ten and like seven. I don't. Yeah, I'm terrible with ages, but like they were playing it and they're explaining to me the storyline. I'm like, dude, I got to take that game away from you. Like this is like really. It's like really intense. It's like the oh, art yeah. is like. It's 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 really aesthetically pleasing game, but the storyline is really kind of dark. Oh, yeah. been- I to, like read into things. There's some there's yeah. some like, there's some some scary concepts in that game. Dark, dark. Have yeah. you ever played the Mafia trilogy? No, I haven't. I've heard good things. Oh, the 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 game the gameplay is a tad repetitive on the third one, but the storyline, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you will not regret it. You should, and you're like for like you get like all three for like forty bucks, dude. You, I swear to God, if you go out and buy it, you'll message me like, dude, that's a good ass story, bro. <laughs> for real, for real. All right, do you have any other questions? I feel like we've, we've held them long enough. I feel no, bad. man. No, we're good. I appreciate Johnny coming on as always. Like I said, dude, just keep grinding. I've always kept up with you, man. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. And uh, I almost told him to fight on, dude. That's not good. But <laughs> keep going. On. I'm not talking to Porter for real this time. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. got me in middle school that I would have said. Yeah, that. I know, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. You know, if you want a chance of winning this thing, whole team signed it. Yeah, uh, man, I'm gonna hop. Do you know we're gonna tag you in this link? But more yeah. importantly, you know, tag, send me that link or either a DM or whatever. But like, I'll find it on your bio and I'll, I'll share it. I'll donate because that's awesome cause, especially with everything with Carl yesterday. You know what I mean? Um, coming out, I saw that, so that's like a big step yeah. too. You know what I mean? Uh, really so, amazing stuff from that guy. He's you know, I love the I love the support that he's gotten around the league. I do too. Yeah, yeah, man, for yeah. Sure. And I'm happy it, for him. It, he, good dude it is it's i don't I, it, it, your your preference i don't it, it, i don't i don't care but it's it he he is such an interesting individual right it's kind of refreshing he he is the perfect poster child for what that stands for because he is such a, an interesting dude he's a thoughtful individual and he was on heart knocks and everybody got to see he's a great fo- he's a great football player it's just he's kind of the, the total package to kind of like Break open that wall if that if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah. you know, you know, he's, uh, it was it was awesome what he's done and the people before him, Michael Sam, yeah. um, you know, uh, Russ, um, Ryan Russell, and uh, you know those guys who, you know, all three of them uh, are are huge for the NFL community and keeping you know, you know, getting, getting things progress forward, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great, it's great. Um, Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and end this. Like we, we told Johnny at the beginning of the show, we were going to hold him for thirty minutes, and we're, we're pushing an hour, so now I, I feel bad. But this was the Brown Square Podcast. One more time, Johnny, tell them where they can follow you. Tell them where they can get your links. Tell them where they can donate. Um, tell them all the good. Who, who you're with? You're with Athlete Ally. Tell them all that good stuff. Just one more time for us. Yeah, you can find me at Johnny Stanton IV on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can find those uh, fundraiser links in my bio. Um, again, if you're going to, if you're going to enter, um, please make sure that it's to my fundraiser cause there's an overall, uh, fundraiser. But if you don't, if you donate to that, you won't be, uh, eligible for the football, uh, or the gloves or the hat. And if you donate, make sure that you send the receipt to me on Instagram. My DMs are open and uh, I'll make sure to see it. 
That's awesome, man. We, we appreciate you coming on. It was great talking to you. I hope that we have you on again. You know, we'll, we'll talk some serious Dungeons & Dragons because I will be prepared, brother. Perfect. Donovan, where can they follow you? What do you got going on? Are you healthy? Are you fully recovered from your hospital about two weeks ago? It was actually last yeah. week, right? Dude, it was literally Wednesday, this day. So I'm in the ER last Wednesday. Now I'm interviewing Johnny Stan on Brown's Wire. We said today, Josh Keaton. So. <laughs> what a recovery. Was, I hope, you're, I hope you're doing better, man. Yeah, man, I'm recovering. I'm doing fine. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, but just follow me on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same. Um, I'm actually, I got like, we're doing a lot, man. I've uh, been at UT- UTC, University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Obviously, uh, Chattanooga, man. Tennessee, uh, helping out with uh, some of the camps they had last week. Um, hopefully, <laughs> see if I'm on staff next episode i'm not sure we'll find out here shortly i'll be back at uh some camps tomorrow actually for them so i'm pretty excited and stoked for that but uh, i'm doing that um doing this show with josh and i appreciate every week i'm blessed to be on this show i'm glad he keeps having me back it's been almost a year dude i know i'm about about to to kick um, your ass off bro i know right and then uh i'm actually with studio sports doing uh we're doing like some basketball stuff, so I just just stay tuned for it. But yeah, I'm about to go watch the Hawks games. Go Hawks, Hawks and seven. Sorry, Giannis, but gotta go with those ride with them Hawks, man. Trey Young, so I'm about to go watch that. But I appreciate it. Man. I'm a huge hoops guy, Johnny. So if you ever want to talk some basketball, man, I'm sure you can hoop. You look like you can play basketball. He ain't getting the talk. He you should yeah because I, he ain't getting the NBA talk from me. I, I've watched zero NBA games this year. This has been the best playoffs ever, dude. Seriously. And I'm I've a LeBron watched, guy. And I've watched guy, more but, Spring League, bro. I've watched more Spring yeah, League. Doing the best playoffs, dude. You got to watch some hoops, dog. The Cavs are horrible, so I wouldn't, don't, don't keep your eye on them right now. But it's another good team. <laughs> but anyway, thank y'all. Appreciate it. <laughs> so this was the Brownsware Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley 16 You can see my work at Brownsware. Also at Buckeyes Wire now. Hopefully we get that podcast started up soon. Maybe we'll have Johnny coming on and talk some uh, shit about the Nebraska Cornhuskers on that podcast we'll have to see if uh, he likes us enough to do that but this was brian wire podcast you should give us a like listen follow subscribe all that good stuff and we are out thanks a lot brother that was a good